Peace and prosperity is my first salute to you. I'm Merton Clark, and welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed podcast. It is my desire to build you up, to increase your spiritual stamina and tenacity, to empower effectiveness and help you discover your purpose. Enjoy this vibrant and dynamic message. I like Numbers 22 and verse 17. Spring up, spring up, spring up, spring up, oh well. That means rise up, oh well. Rise up, oh well. Sing ye unto it. Praise God in advance. The well is not flowing yet, but I'm going to praise you because I know it's coming. There are sometimes, uh, sometimes that for all that God has spoken or prophesied or what the Torah as well as the Logos, the written word has shared with us. There are times sometimes that for all that God has done for his people in our spirits or the things that he's spoken to you in secret, we find ourselves facing situations and hurdles, even circumstances that seem to be impenetrable. Circumstances that seem to be impenetrable or walls. Regardless of what we've heard God say or what we've heard God do or how we've tried to work it out or the things that we've done in private, we still face situations, hurdles, obstacles, and even circumstances that seem to be impenetrable. We face walls, major walls. We find sometimes that there is brokenness, brokenness inside of us, even brokenness that hinders or impedes our movement. So not only do we deal with obstructions, but we're dealing with a broken society and a broken heart and a broken spirit and a broken life and a shattered dreams. These obstructs, these things obstruct our view of God and receiving uh, what God has in store for you or what God has intended for you to get from the foundation of the world. And I'm in a place right now, I want everything that God has in store for me. I want everything that God has in store. I want God to not only grant me what I can see, but what he has in store. The Bible says eyes have not seen and ears have not even heard. And neither has it entered into the hearts of men, the good things, the things that God has in store for them that love him. And I believe there's some stuff in store. It's in store. It's in store for you. It's there, glory to God. Just got to tap into it. And I believe that praise is going to release it in your life. Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 1. Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 1. And it reads like this. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain. To every grass in the field. And on today we had a flood here in, the, in central Florida. All on 95 the rain was falling so hard you couldn't even see. And then it came on the east coast and just flooded. I'm talking about you could hear it on the, the, the church on the rooftop. And instead of listening to the rain and talking about it, Holy Ghost spoke to me and said ask for rain in the time of rain. And any time, listen to me, any time it floods or it rains, instead of saying, ooh, it rains, I want you to take a moment and start calling on the name of the Lord. While it's raining, you should ask for rain. While it's raining and storming, you say, God, I need this in my life. I need you to straighten some things out. I need you to make the crooked straight. I need you to make that which can't stand, stand. Glory to God. I don't want to preach too much right here but there's some things we need to do you can look at the natural atmosphere if you know the word and God will begin to speak to you that instead of you complaining and instead of you getting fearful I sent the rain to you as an indicator that I'm ready to pour more out on you and I'm ready to straighten some things out that you never could straighten out before the rain started falling 
Glory to God. And I believe God is leading me to tell the church at large and members of Truth Revealed in particular that when it rains, stop complaining about it. Get your umbrella out there, girl. Start dancing in the rain and praise him in advance for the things that he's going to do. Because God told me to tell you that in the time of a storm, hallelujah, he will hide you in his pavilion and he wants you to start asking him for even more. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Ask him for rain in certain areas. Ask him for rain in this area. Number one, ask him for rain as it relates to abundance. Ask him to send the rain as it relates to abundance. In other words, God, I want you to, I want you to abound in me. You declared that I would live a life, uh, that the life that you have for me is more abundant. So I want you to bust out in abundance in my life. I want you to make it larger for me. I know some of you are very humble, but right now God wants you to be bold when it comes to getting larger in him. Ask him for abundance, which means you're going to get larger. You're going to be huge. Ask him for the huge blessing. The kind that you don't have room enough to receive. You got a little small garage. The, the limousine is so long, it's sticking out the garage. God wants you to have something so powerful and big that you don't even have room enough to receive. Ask God to supersize your blessing. <laughs> Stop being mild. Stop saying, I don't need anything. No, let me tell you something. God wants to bless you so when you ride up or when you walk up, people will see that you're blessed and you don't have to really work real hard. You just say, God did it. <laughs> You'll be a, great, a greater instrument for the Lord if you get this huge blessing that he's trying to send your way and your praise is going to get it to you. I wouldn't be silent right now. I'd be making some noise. I'd be saying something like, ooh, God, I know this message is for me because I need to give my mind right and I need to get my spirit right and I need to give God some glory because some of us are sitting there looking at the problem. God, I can take care of that. I got that already worked out. I'm trying to send you huge blessings. I'm trying to send you larger gifts and I'm trying to supersize your life. Woo, <laughs> Jesus. I want you to ask him for this kind of blessing, not only for the abundance, but for the overflow. The overflow, write it down, the overflow is coming. As it overflows in the rain, with rain, it's going to overflow with rain in your life. Glory to God. I'm talking about overflow. Expect the unnatural. We only got a few more days in this month. God told me to tell you if you praise him this month, you're going to start seeing supernatural things occur. Overflow is coming. Glory to God. Somebody better catch it prophetically. This is not just a message with three points and a poem. This is a prophetic message that God is about to release something in your life. And what's blocking it is your ability to praise him. Ask him to spill over in your life. I want him to spill over into from my cup to my saucer and then from my saucer to the table. And then from the table, I want you to sodden the floor and then take it into every room. And I want you to take it into the garage. I want it running out. Glory to God. And God says, not only will it sodden your house, but this blessing will deal with your community, your city, state, nation and world. But God wants to pump it through the well that's in your soul. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'll preach myself happy. I'll preach myself happy. Some of you won't say nothing anyway, but you should be saying, ooh, I believe it's mine all through this message. Glory to God. We're coming against the spirit of complaining, and we're going to start talking about praising God. If you get your mind on praise, you can get lost in praise. You'll find yourself in worship. Glory to God. Here's another area God told me to tell you to ask him to create a spring in your life. To create a spring. I'm talking about an unnatural spring. I'm not talking about a season right now. I'm talking about a literal spring. You're thirsty. You don't know how you're going to make it. God says I need to pump something up. Start something that has never happened before. He can create a spring in your life. Glory to God. Not only of water, but a spring and an explosion of joy juice. And I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm talking about the joy of the Lord. I'm talking about the wine, the release of wine in your life. 
I was reminded, hallelujah, of the uh, Good Samaritan. The Bible said there was a man just beaten, just torn asunder and thrown in the ditch. The Levite came by, looked at him and kept walking. The religious community came by, looked at him, kept walking. But here comes the Levite. I'm sorry, the Good Samaritan. And the Good Samaritan went down into the gutter, picked the man up. The scripture, if you read it, said he poured in oil and he poured in wine. Hallelujah. And I'm believing God to increase your oil and your wine during this season. Not only are you going to be anointed for the new season, but God is going to also make sure that you laugh while you go through it. You're not going to be frowning and going, I'm just climbing up on the rough side of the mountain kind of folk. But God wants you smiling. Hallelujah. He wants a hallelujah coming out of your soul. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Change your attitude. Stop frowning. God wants you to get your face saved so you can get other people saved. This is not a time for deep people. I'm preaching my gut. You analyzing. You better open up your mouth, man. If you want this blessing, you better open up your mouth. Start opening up your heart. Opening up your life and asking God for the blessing. You praise him. It's coming. Hallelujah. He'll change your house. From the cup to the saucer to the table to the floor. Out the house into the community. For this oil comes from the head. Then to the beard, then to the skirt, hallelujah, and then to the land. For there the Lord commands the blessing when he sees the alignment with unity. Glory, hallelujah. God told me to tell you here's another area that you need to ask for rain in the time. Ask him for breakthrough. Breakthrough. There's a breaker's anointing that's being released right now in your praise. And you need to ask him for the breaker's anointing so you can break out and break through. Watch this mental breakthrough. There's some people, the enemy, I'm talking about some major issues in the mind. God told me to tell you there's such a flood. He's going to start hitting that barrier in your mind and open you up so you can believe again. Glory to God, this tantalization, barbed wire around your mind. Even when you try to dream, you hurt. Glory to God. But God is going to give you mental breakthrough. He's going to break through in new technologies coming from the church. He's going to break through in innovation. New things that you've never seen before. Genius is coming. Ask God for genius. Glory to God. It's not just for that person. God can drop an idea during this season in your mind that no one has ever thought about. But you must break through mentally if you're going to get the genius. Because genius don't stay with a mind that's all tied up. God wants to set you free. So I come against the past. And I come against the things that shackle you down. And I come against the stuff that had hurt you in your past. God is going to give you mental breakthrough. Hallelujah. Here's another one. Prosperity. That's the rain you need to ask for. The abundance of prosperity. Ask him for the flood. And William flood. Ask him for the flood. And William. Ask him for the flood. William. So God can blow your mind with the flood that he wants to do in you. Glory to God. It is his will to flood. His people. I'm not talking about with little drips. The cloud today in Brevard was not concerned about drips. The abundance came and I was just giving him praise as he was giving me this download. Because I know this is the season for abundance. God is going to do what you've been praying for. God is about to answer your prayers. God is about to sew together with a beautiful tapestry some things that have been out of your sewing room. God is about to tie some tapestries together with, a, with not common thread but uncommon thread so you won't have that tear anymore. He's going to replace some tears in your life. Hallelujah! And do what you couldn't do before this moment. You need to ask God for a well. I'm talking about your own life spring. 
a well. Glory to God. Jesus was at the well. When he got there, he didn't took it as his own. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Just because he's there with it. He said, you're trying to draw water, but I got a well for you. If you would have asked me for the water, I would give you a well. I would cause things to bubble up inside of you that you've never seen before. You'll never thirst again if you get this well. And there is a life spring that God wants to produce in your life. Well, you'll have some type of sustenance, sustenance between Sunday and Wednesday. You won't be so dry that you can't walk. <laughs> but God is going to sodden these movements and God is going to give you some liberality and God's going to give you some fluency and God's going to help you to be buoyant so you don't drown. God's going to put enough salt in your stuff that you'll never have to sink. God is about to move in your life. And it's a praise that separates you from your future. Glory, hallelujah. Somebody ought to be saying, ooh, that's for me. I'm praising God tonight. I'm not going to be silent in the house of God. I'm going to wave my hands in the air and wave them like I just don't care. And if you love Jesus like I do, you ought to shout, oh yeah. Glory to God. You And you don't stop. You got to give God the glory. And you don't stop. You got to give him the praise. And you don't stop. Truth revealed is time to praise. And you don't stop. Don't wait until the singles show up. And wait until people show up. You need to give him the glory now. Because there's something coming. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise him in advance. What does it mean to praise him in advance? It means to praise God for the victory, even though the battle hadn't started, or you're in the battle, or the battle hasn't ended. The duration of the battle is not the focus. I've been dealing with this a long time. Don't worry about that. For some of us, you're not in the battle right now. For some of us, you're just starting the battle, but give God the glory in advance anyway. You say, what do you mean, Bishop? All I have to do is shout? Absolutely. But direct that shout unto the Lord. Oh, not to people, unto God. It doesn't even have to make sense. But God, I give you glory. I turn it over to you. You're king of kings and lord of lords. By you, hallelujah, all kings will bow. And everything will confess that Jesus is lord of all. And I'm going to make sure that I give my God the due praise that he's deserving. And if you do that, God is going to bust a move. Come on, Jehoshaphat. Come on, Jehoshaphat. Tell him. You preach to him. The battle, this battle, is not yours. This battle is the Lord's. So God told Jehoshaphat to take the, the tribe of Judah and send them out praising first. Don't pick, up a, don't pick up a weapon. Don't do any of that. I want you to give God praise. And watch what I do to your enemies. So praise him in advance. In order to bring down the walls in your life, you got to praise God in advance. You got to develop uh, a praise him in advance praise. A praise him in advance attitude. A praise him in advance disposition. And once you start praising, you won't frown when you're going through. You'll start smiling. That God is going to get the glory out of this circumstance. I don't see it. That's why I transfer it over to him. God will receive glory in this situation. Thank you, Lord. In Joshua chapter 6 and verse 5 is on the screen. And when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets. Have all the people give a loud shout. Watch this. Then the wall of the city will collapse. And the people will go up. Every man straight in. Glory to God. In other words, wherever you are, you won't have to go around a wall to go in. The wall will crumble in your proximity and you will go straight in the city. You won't have to walk around a 360 around. When you cry out this time, the wall that's blocking you, 
from your destiny is going to fall and you will go straight up in it. I want you all to see that. I want you all to see that because you're not going to. This is this is a, a cease, a stopping of the going around in circle syndrome. This is deliverance from you going around in circles. Let me say it again. This is deliverance from you going around in circles. Waiting on a new year before you get your stuff together. Waiting on somebody to prophesy to you. Waiting on somebody to affirm what you already know. God says if you start praising, stop getting depressed, hanging out, don't know what time it is. Shake yourself and give God the, this shout. is going to cause your walls to collapse. Oh, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know why or how or what he's trying to do, but he told me this is Jubilee, Jamboree, July Jamboree. And if you praise him, you're going to see things happen. Oh, yeah, I have some distractions this month. I saw some stuff in my own family. The enemy came against my father, but my eye is set beyond the issue. I'm going to do what he told me to do, and I believe God is going to bust the move, not only in my family, but your family. Hallelujah. He's in charge and he's large. We need to give him a shout of praise. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Notice, when you hear them sound a long blast. I've seen people go to games, man, and shout for their team. Long. Oh! Give God a look. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. I don't want to embarrass nobody, man. Let me tell you something. God is about Lord. God is bigger. God is be better. God is greater. You got to come out of yourself. You got to do stuff that you've never done before. Because a blessing is at the end of this sound of praise. So release the praise. You got to say it in your soul. Say to your soul, I'm releasing the praise. Why be cast down? Oh, my soul, put your hope in God. And I will yet praise you glory hallelujah I need my wall to collapse and God let me know it's going to happen you may feel like you're up against a barrier right now you may feel like something is hindering you or an obstacle that is in your way prevailing and preventing you from making progress Am I talking to anybody? I know I'm talking to somebody who feel like you're up against the barrier. Something hindering you, impeding your progress. An obstacle that won't let you get beyond these mediocre uh, leaps that you're doing. But God wants you to know whatever is preventing you is going to come down if you give him the glory. You will make progress. Thank you, Lord. You will make progress. As a matter of fact, I believe that the conditions, the conditions say you're limited. I said the conditions speak and say you're limited. But it's time to shout unto the Lord for your walls to come down. If all you're going to do is look at the wall, you'll never get past. You're not strong enough. It's impenetrable. But God says if you hear the sound and you shout, the wall will collapse and you won't have to walk around again to go through a gate. You will go straight up into the city. Thank you, Jesus. And I just believe that some things are being released even now. It's traveling. It's on your way. And your praise is going to get you in the right perspective, position you to be able to receive it. Come on, he's even repositioning you. Because in your mind, you've had to walk around this circle, walk around in circles every year. You got it in your mind. You go, okay, I got to go around one more time. When he says, I'm going to let you walk straight in it. In other words, it's so close to you. It's just on the other side of this wall. It's calling your name. It's just on the other side of this wall. You haven't seen it. It's on the other side of this wall. You can't see it yet, but it's up and over. Hallelujah. God says, I want you to have it so much, I'm going to let the wall collapse so you can walk right in and get it. 
Let me decree and declare things that have been blocked in your life. You're going to see God transferring it into your life. And when he does, you got to start giving him the praise. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Everything I wanted, you're just blessing me with it. That's right. Give him the praise. Hallelujah. So let the walls fall down. Let them crumble. All because of a shout of praise. Let the walls of doubt, impenetrable walls of doubt and unbelief, unbelief, let it crumble in Jesus' name. Let the walls of fear, doubt and unbelief, which I believe is the unholy trinity. Like the Father, Son, and Spirit, Holy Spirit work together, fear, doubt, and unbelief are the unholy trinity that works together to stop you from believing God. That's why the facts, matter of fact, the conditions may say you're limited, but you can't look at the conditions. You got to hear the word of the Lord. First thing God said to Israel is not see me. He said, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. When he gave Moses the Ten Commandments, he says one of the laws is, one of the commandments is, do not make unto me any graven image. You will not see in this church a graven image of our Lord because he's bigger than that. We're not going to isolate him to a statue. Make an angel. Even let the devil be a statue. But God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And you got to hear his voice. Hear, O Israel, your God is one. And if you hear the word of the Lord, you can believe and you will dethrone fear, doubt, and unbelief. For many of us, fear, doubt, and unbelief has migrated to the peak of our mental state. And this is how your mind works. Your mind is programmed to submit to dominant spot. So whoever occupies the dominant spot in your mind will control all of the thoughts. What you meditate on, if it's, if it's I'm feeling sorry, I, I didn't make it, I, I don't know, I wasted time, and that sits at the top, everything underneath it will submit to that. But if you could ever transfer, hallelujah, a word from the Lord and get it, then you got to push it. You got to push it up now. Push the praise beyond you. And let it sit at the top. Everything underneath it will submit to the praise. Whoo, Jesus. So let the walls fall down of fear, doubt, and unbelief. Dethrone the unholy trinity. Let the walls that are hindering you from you possessing your promised land, let them come down. Hear it? And I need a coin. I need a t-shirt to say, your deliverance is in your praise. Thank you, God. Say it with me. My deliverance is in my praise. Your deliverance is in your praise. Glory to God. So shout. Shout now. Don't wait until the end. Shout now. Shout like you have the victory. Shout like God is doing it in your life. Shout like you don't have a tomorrow. Shout like it's right beyond that wall. Shout like you know people have passed by this door and you've been knocking for years and nobody seems to open but you can hear footsteps on the other side. Shout like you want them to open it up. Shout like you believe God is doing something special. Glory to God. And if you put it out there, your wall is going to collapse right before your eyes. And thou shalt go straight up in. And thou shalt go straight up in to the promise. You don't have to wait until the battle is over, but shout now. I think that's a song, right? You don't have to wait until the battle is over, shout now. Glory to God. You can shout Right now, if you're ever by yourself, God puts you there to shout. 
And all these things that's holding you down will start losing their grip if you learn to shout. If God ever have you isolated, instead of saying, I'm all alone, nobody, you got to shout. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Glory to God. Some people are going to call you crazy when they see you in your car. But don't worry about it. Shout. Glory to God. Anytime God gives you some alone time, it's time for you to give him the glory and the praise. And you put it in the atmosphere and expect God to do the miraculous. So let's close this with strange, a strange song for a strange well. I read to you out of uh, the book of Numbers chapter, seven, uh, chapter 21. Glory to God. In chapter 21 of numbers is very unique. Thank you, Lord. Very unique, a very, a very dry and weary land. Glory to God, very dry and weary land. God had his people in Numbers 21 to go through some dry times. It was programmed in their journey. I think he said later, uh, that I cause you to hunger and thirst and I cause you to go through these things because I wanted to teach you that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So even now, I want to take a look at Numbers chapter 21. Glory to God. Numbers chapter 21. Glory to God. You'll see in verse one that a certain king. The Canaanite king dwelt in the south, and as they came through, he attacked them. So they've been through a battle. Glory to God. And Israel vowed a vow unto the Lord, verse 2. They will indeed deliver this people into my hands. Then I will utterly destroy their cities. They vowed a vow to the Lord. If you deliver this enemy into my hands, we will destroy their cities. The Bible says the Lord hearkened. Unto them. Some people are waiting on God to show you, you got to start putting some things in the atmosphere. Notice, they said, if you deliver my enemy into my hands, if you, this is a conversation with God. And many of us are waiting on God to give us direction. God, I need direction. If you give me direction, I'll take that direction to fulfill your purpose. He'll start opening up direction. Instead of waiting on Him now to give you everything, you got to learn how to put a praise in the atmosphere. Glory to God. And the Lord hearkened in verse 3 unto Israel, the voice of Israel, and delivered the Canaanites into their hand. Then they journeyed, glory to God. The Bible said they journeyed. And then the Bible says they spake against God. Now right after, this is verse, I want you to see this verse 5. Right after God delivers their enemy into their hand, this is what we do. As soon as we go through another storm, we start talking about leadership and talking about what nobody did. Nobody called me and nobody's doing anything for me. And we start getting back into that mindset that we had before we shouted unto the Lord. If you look at verse 6, verse 5, the people spake against Moses against God and against Moses. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? That we would die in the wilderness? There's no bread. We're tired of this manna. Look at the word. I'm tired of what you're providing. I want more. Now let me tell you, if you're going to get more, you praise. You don't criticize God for what you have. You got to be thankful for what he's already done. He's been real good to you. He's been real, 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 real good to you. Real, really good. He's been all that in a bag of chips to you. He's brought you out a hundred times. Give him glory for it. Hallelujah. Stop complaining. You got to learn how to put your feet down and say, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in my life. Notice now, as they complain in this same chapter in verse 6, the Lord then sent fiery serpents among the people and bit them. And much people of Israel died. If you don't have the right attitude, you can kindle the wrath of God. God loves you. But let me tell you something. When God starts blessing you, you got to start celebrating what he's done. Complaining against God, why did you make me thus? What you doing? I'm tired of it. And all of that versus giving him the glory is not the right mindset. Because wrath comes to those complainers. Right here in the text. 
is right here in the text. God sent fiery serpents. Listen to what I'm saying. The serpents were always there in the dry place. But because the pillar of fire in the cloud was relevant. At night there was a fire pillar. And during the day there was a cloud. Erect before the Lord. Because of the presence in the camp of the Israelis. As they walked through the wilderness. The Hebrews. Those serpents that were in crevices. They stayed hidden and withdrawn. And God has some things that want to bite you. I know you've already been snake bitten. But there are others that want to link and sink their fangs into you and pump in poison. Glory to God. But because of the presence of the Lord in your life, they're staying in the crevices. When they started complaining and talking about what they don't have, that glory cloud lifted off of them. And as soon as the glory lives, that which is watching you will feel strong enough to come out of the crevices. The slithering things at night, the things that will make you shocked if you cut on the light and saw it. God keeps it away because of the anointing that's on your life and the praise. Don't start complaining. The serpent will arrive. Glory to God. God spoke to Moses said quickly I need you to get me a, a servant of brass. You see the same kind of symbol right now with our medical society. A pole and a serpent wrapped around it. They pulled it from this text. I don't know how anybody can't believe the Bible even your medicine. They believe that that which takes away the venom in your life or the RX the representation is a snake wrapped around a pole, glory to God, which is a foretaste of what Jesus would do on the cross. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, John 3 and 14, we got to go there and it will come back. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up. Ah, Jesus. I think it's right there, verse 14. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be the Son of Man must be lifted up. Look at the next verse. And whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world. We love that part, but you got to go to verse 14. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, and you see it right here in Numbers chapters 21. If you want to be set free, you got to focus not on what bit you, and I know it hurts, you got to lift up your eyes. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And I, when I'm lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. For God so loved the world, verse 16, he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him will not die from ventum, but will have eternal life. Ah, glory to God. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord, and he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock and the Lord said unto him hear now ye rebels and, 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 and he said unto him hear now ye rebels must we fetch you water here Moses made his greatest mistake Moses got so upset with them because of their complaining he made a mistake here in verse chapter 10 watch your anger Moses and Aaron gathered the people glory to God before the rock and said unto them here now, or here now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of the rock. Moses was incapable of fetching water out of a rock. Only God. And here God says, you took my glory. Therefore, I won't allow you to enter into the promise. Don't ever say, I did it. You got to say, he did it. And Moses lifted up his hands and with the rod he smote it. He smote it twice and water came out of it. Glory to God. 
Look at verse number 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron. Because we believe, ye believe me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this congregation into the land which I gave them. I'm in the text. You got to read the text. If you ever become a leader, don't ever say, I did it. I know a lot of people. Oh, you did it. Look at you, baby. You found your voice. You'll miss your promise. You better say God did it. I'm right here in the text. Glory to God. If you keep on reading down, you're going to come to the place that I read to you. Thank you, Lord. Going back to my message now. I had to show you the backdrop of this message. The backdrop, Numbers 21. We were in Numbers 21, right? Now, verse 16. After they went through all of that, they're thirsty again. And God spoke to Moses. These some there, there are some powerful words. Gather the people together, and I will give them water. This is a strange song and a strange well. This was a strange song and a strange well. They've been traveling over desert land. Glory to God. Barren sands. Yet he says, gather, gather my people in the sand. In other words, create circles in the sand. Glory to God. No water in sight at all. No water producing, but I want you to gather in a circle which represents covenant. And from that, you're gonna, I'm, I'm going to happen to allow the stream that's flowing under this dry land to come up right in the midst of you. Whew. These people were so thirsty, they were seeing mirages. God says, before I give you water, I want you to solidify covenant. Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Glory to God. And if you notice in the text, verse 18, the princes digged the well. And the nobles of the people digged it. But the direction, by the direction of the lawgiver, so you got people digging and they're digging with staves. Okay? Which represents the promise of God in your life, digging in the dirt. First time you hit it, you're not saying, well, it didn't happen. I've been trying all this time. You keep on digging and obey God. And all of a sudden, the stream that's flowing right under their feet started coming through the ground. And I want you to know that God has a stream flowing in your desert place. And your praise is going to push it up. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. That's why I'm praising him. That's why I'm praising him. It's going to spring up. A well is going to spring up in your life. You sing this song, expect the well. You shout unto the Lord, you expect the well. Your praise will work for you. Glory to God. They dug that well with those staves. Glory to God, which represents the promise of God in the dry place. And all of a sudden, you're going to tap into a flow. Glory to God. And our praise will still open fountains. Let me say it again. Your praise still Open fountains in the desert. That means you're tired of being tired. But God's going to let you drink right there. That don't mean you should ignore what's right before your eyes. But he's going to give you a fountain in your desert. Glory to God. When murmuring and complaining tries to come. Judgment comes with complaining and murmuring. So you want to get beyond that. And give God the praise. I heard one president say, what can you lose if you work with me? <laughs> well, what can you lose if you're in the desert anyway? Ain't no water around. Why won't you just praise God? 
There's nothing that pleases God more than an undignified praise. A test of your faith to praise him in advance. A test of your faith with a praise of thanksgiving before it manifests. That's what God is looking for. So let me ask you a question. Are you praising him? Are you praising him enough to move his mighty hand? You're in the desert, right? You don't know how you're going to make it, right? There's a wall, right? You made some mistakes in Numbers 21, right? But he gave you a battle in the past and you won it. You did. As soon as he blessed you, start complaining again. Fiery serpents bit you. He saved you from that too. He let water come out of unexpected places. People who are not even part of your church or ministry or your family tree has poured water into you. To sustain you in the desert. You forgot? Can't you praise him just a little bit more? Are you thanking him for your blessings? <coughs> when you get a check in the mail, do you just say, oh, God, thank you. But, Lord, God, I, I got to do this, I got to do that. And never even think about him when it comes to supporting his work. You got to praise him. You can praise him in advance for the things that you haven't seen. And you should start right now. I've given you the word of the Lord. I share it to you, with you, out of Numbers chapter 21. God told Moses, gather them together and I will give them water. It is your covenant with God and with each other that will produce the right atmosphere. And as you sing these songs unto the Lord, glory to God. God is going to bless you. If you look at Numbers chapter 21, then Israel sang this song, verse 17. I love that. Then Israel sang this song. Spring up, oh well. It was a song. They started shouting praise. Nothing flowing. Spring up, oh strange well in the midst of a desert. God will hear your prayers. Hallelujah. Father, I give you praise and glory for this word. You dropped it in my soul today. And I want to thank you for the delivery, Holy Spirit, quickening in me a word for your people. For you know that we're in the dry place. America is flooded with funds, but there's a dry spot, a desert here. And Father, there's murmuring and complaining, but I thank you that the people of God would draw away from the murmuring and complaining of our society and world. And hear your word. And that we will begin to release an undignified praise and shout unto you. Thank you in advance that abundance is coming. Thank you that prosperity is here. Thank you for a turnaround. Thank you that our mindsets are going to shift. Father, I thank you that the unholy trinity would not have rights to us. Fear, doubt, and unbelief. I give you praise for the obedience of your people. That when we're alone, we will set aside a time to shout unto the Lord. We don't have to worry about embarrassment or what people would say. But you isolate us to not just pray in silence, but to lift our voice with a shout. And Father, use that obedience and the release of oxygen, the release of wind out of our lungs as a praise to you. Abba! Abba! We love you. Daddy God, we give you praise. We can't do this on our own. We worship you. We can't make it by ourselves. 
we adore you. We lift you up high, Abba. We bless your holy name all over the country. Create a relationship of Abba, Father. Let deep cry out to deep. Many of us feel fatherless and motherless, but Father, Abba, we praise you. Now move and break forth like only you can. Abba, don't leave us. Pick us up. Carry us a while. We've seen two sets of footprints. We need to see one now. Carry us into our future, Abba. We bless you. We praise you. We honor you for doing what only you can do. Now, God, let the abundance and the flow and the flood flow in Jesus' name. And we will take it, Father, to build up your name and your kingdom. A strange place and a strange well. We love you, Lord, and we bless you. We are in a strange place as a church. But I give you praise for making sure that we're on track. And I honor you for the souls and the prosperity that will break forth in the borders of the revealed ministry. And we give you praise for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, put those hands together. Glory to God. And give him praise. It has been a real joy to share the word of God with you. A special thank you to those who care for this ministry. No amount of financial support is too small. It is because of you this ministry is possible. To support us, go to our website at truthrevealed.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share with friends. Be sure to tag us when you share at Trim Nation One. Thanks again for listening. And until next time. I'll see you at the Word of Truth Revealed.